Welcome to the Mom and Parrot Podcast, where we talk about the importance of digital branding for your business. During this season, we will speak to our clients as well as other industry leaders about their experiences building a professional presence online. So grab your drink of choice and join us as we dig deeper into the benefits of digital branding for your business. Okay, so hey guys, welcome back to the, another episode of the Mom and Parrot Podcast. I think we're on our third one of the new year. I'm really excited about that. Um, and we have the esteemed pleasure of chatting with Eric Thornton today, actually in person. You're not like on Zoom, which is, you know, a big deal for us. Yeah, happy to be here. Um, so tell us a little about yourself and then we'll talk about how we met and and go from there. <laughs> a little bit about, about myself. Um, man, where to begin on that? But I, I guess kind of what's relevant for this is... Uh, my wife and I moved to Gallatin um, about three and a half years ago. My in-laws paved the way. They moved here close to 10 years ago and told us how great it was. And we had to come check it out for ourselves, you know, just visiting. Where were you all before this? Central Illinois. Yeah. Her family moved up from Louisiana. They moved to my hometown in Illinois 20 some odd years ago. And that's obviously how we all met. And um, once Marshall and Lisa and their family moved down here, we started to visit on you know, summers and holidays and things like that. And just really started to find out that they were right. This is an awesome place. So Whitney and I eventually followed and um, she's got a great career going in uh, office management in the dental world. And that's uh, expanding for her. But I jumped into real estate when I moved down here. And um, I guess long story short, our travels and networking and everything within Gallatin is kind of what brought us together. So yeah. it's cool to be here with you. Yeah. So we met Eric um, two weeks ago. Sounds right. So all of our like recent local people, it's been like so recent that we've met them. So it's really cool. Um, yeah. So we met you at a Gallatin Chamber Young Professionals Happy Hour event, um, which was a lot of fun and a lot of margaritas <laughs> and a lot of uh, chips and queso or had. Um, and so since then, we've had lunch with you and we've chatted a lot about real estate Um since Jennifer and I are doing a new division of uh, TME with realtors, we wanted to pick your brain about um, EXP, which is the company Eric works for, with, I don't. That's a, yeah, that's a good question yeah. that I've partnered with. They're my brokerage. Yeah, they're yeah, your so brokerage. I'm an independent contractor an, technically yeah, under so, EXP. Yeah. Yeah. So you're with them and they have. How many other countries under there? Oh, we're approaching 30. Yeah, that's total. so yeah. cool. All 50 states and then approaching 30 other countries. Yeah, yeah which um, you were really interested in hearing about like the UK portion of our business because that has been our market for our real estate company. It's, I mean, it's not even real estate. It's a state agency because they're so proper. Um, and so, yeah, that was really cool to get to talk to you about that. And then you also, we haven't been yet, but you've introduced us to B3, which stands for business bonding and beer, not bros, not bros. Yes. We thank you for remembering that. (laughs) Yes. That was, um, unfortunately we've, uh, we did something wrong up front that, uh, people started to think that bros was incorporated in the name, but, um, the, um, our female counterparts are definitely always welcome. Yeah. So how many of you, or how'd that get started? So very organically, as a lot of good things do, I suppose. Um, I've got a good friend, Dennis Tolpa. He's in the mortgage world. So match made in heaven, right? A realtor and a mortgage guy walk into a bar, you know, it starts <laughs> and start like a corny B3. joke. And then eventually there was an insurance guy too, you know, but um, it started with Dennis and I just kind of meeting up, I think Tuesday afternoons, Wednesday afternoons, just got a little bit of work done at Jonathan's and just kind of helped each other through 
kind of whatever we were going through. He saw one side of a transaction. I saw the other. So it was a great relationship. We had a lot of fun in the process. I think I really valued um, his insight as someone who was new to real estate at that time. Um, I just found value in kind of having him help me understand, you know, the other side uh, of the financing world. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. We really got sucked into the conversation with you at the Young Professionals event and then talking about B3 because we got hit with how much of a network and connections you have built for yourself in the city that has benefited not only you, but also the people around you. And one of the things that resounded with us when we were talking is you said, uh, I want to be the expert. I want to tell people what I know uh, so that they can act on it. And so it has value to them, but I'm not in it so that I can profit from that knowledge. I want to share it because I know it. And I think that is one of the biggest trends in marketing right now is not going in for the sales, for the money, but going in because you're building a community that not only connects with each other, but uh, also benefits from each other in a way that is honest, authentic. And in our case, so with Gallatin and Young Professionals and B3, super fun. So when people can bond in a way that benefits everyone, uh, it seems to have a uh, it seems to drive up sales and convergence because you're concentrating on those relationships instead of what would previously be old school kind of. Yeah. I think a sales. couple, a couple episodes ago, well, a few episodes ago, we talked to um, Scott ball with Fisher and he has been in um, sales and marketing for a, a, a lot of years. Um, I don't okay. remember how many years, but um, and his main source of marketing when he was learning was face to face and then, B2B, which is different, but you do face-to-face so well because of who you are. Um, and I think that's been obviously successful for you. Yeah. Um, Has it always come naturally to speak with people, to talk and connect? Yeah. Um, if my mom's listening, hi, mom. But uh, <laughs> she would... Hi, Eric's mom. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Eric's mom. Hey, Jody. Um, but it's funny because she literally, when we would drive around town, small town, Illinois, we'd see a million people, you know, just driving around in a small town and she'd be like, wave, Eric, wave, Eric, you know? <laughs> oh my like, gosh, my mom used to do that Yeah, too. and that's still so, I mean- We that... waved at like closed businesses. Yeah. And like, like, <laughs> well, no. I didn't go that far. Um, okay. but... <laughs> I mean- <laughs> No, I'm teasing you. But um, I, I do think that somehow that was ingrained in my nature just to enjoy the conversation, enjoy the process of building a relationship. And I think you're right, Jennifer. I mean, that there's a lot of things that are now cliche. People don't know how much you- People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care or do business with people you know, like, and trust. I mean, all those things are cliche for a reason. So I think they're, I think they're true. And I think you're right. They do. It does um, bear some positive business results whenever you build a business based on relationships. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think with us, it does come naturally to kind of talk and get out there. Well, you know, it doesn't come that naturally to talk. It comes naturally to talk about what we're passionate about. In my case, marketing strategy, in your case, uh, real estate, B2B, all, all of that. So that being said, we still have to run a business. So you have quite a few things in the fire. You have your B3 podcast, you have your real estate podcast, and you have your Gallatin podcast. Can you give us a rundown on your direction for all three of those? Yeah. And your, and your why behind those, because they're all very similar, but different. I guess. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Uh, let's start with the- We'll start uh, with B3 because it's honestly- 
the, it's been the my best. favorite to look for. Right <laughs> Go ahead. Well, well, I appreciate that. And it's an opportunity to make sure that I have it all straight because, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, there's uh, there are some irons in the fire, but they all do serve a purpose. They a all test. do have a why. But, oh, shoot. Dennis and Will are going to come test you. <laughs> the, I don't know how kind they would be to me. So maybe we can find a different <laughs> instructor. Um, but anyway, so from the, the so out of B3 and the, the events that we hosted and just grew organically came an opportunity to, if B3, business bonding and beer, beer was the event that people came to, eventually we said, well, you know, there's so many awesome people in this area. I mean, and even Gallatin's great, Hendersonville's great, but even outside, just talking about Middle Tennessee, there's so many inspirational business owners out there, men mm-hmm. and women that are just blazing trails and building businesses in different ways. And I think there was an opportunity to bring that conversation to people, whether they, you know, could meet them at a B3 event or somewhere else. Uh, we just thought it great idea to start a podcast and bring that conversation to people. So that's been really fun. Um, just both bringing people that we know on the podcast, people that we've met. And then now it's to the point we're getting ready to start season two. It's kind of venturing out into, well, Hey, we had you on the podcast. Like who would you recommend? So now you're starting to see that where you're kind of getting outside of that initial network of folks. Um, and we're excited about who we're going to meet in season two. So I want to, I, I want to back up. So B3, you moved here three and a half years ago, Yeah. right before the pandemic, right before. Yep. Okay. So were you like, I mean, you were obviously, everybody went home kind of for the pandemic. Um, when did you meet the B3 people along that journey? Oh, that's a good question. No, it's the greatest with, uh, when something happened that long ago, but, um, (laughs) I'm going to say in my first, um, my first few months of getting out and networking, that's where I met Dennis. It was at Hendersonville chamber event. So shout out to all all of our local chambers. You you guys are all great and giving people opportunities. Yeah, If you're not a part of chamber, like do it. It's it's been worth it. Great opportunity. Newbies in the chamber. Yeah, for sure. So, um, met Dennis there, met William right around the same time. And, uh, while it was Dennis and I that, um, started just sitting down at Jonathan's having beers, we found that William was like-minded in a lot of ways too. And just kind of how he wanted to build a business. He valued the relationship side of things too. So, um, don't want to, don't want to overlook that, you know, William, um, jumped in there pretty shortly after it was just Dennis and I drinking beers and talking business. This is always the entrepreneur (laughs) mindset we're talking about. It's just three guys having like drinks and discussing, you know, what's going on with them. And I then this like image your... of them like like yeah that's a great idea like punching each other like cheersing their beers like all that you hang out real, with. real barbaric like maybe you threw a glass on the see, floor. see that's that's the bro- that's the bros part that's again that's coming in you know it's we're a little more civilized than yeah that. we don't we don't break the just glass on the floor no to the point you made earlier you <laughs> I love when people say that they found the opportunity because when people say that what they're really saying is they stumbled upon a need of other people they've realized that. Between the three of them, if they had the need to have this conversation and to have um, these connections that other people do too, and most people would act on that. So I love talking to people who actually act on those types of things. And I I really think that's the difference between an entrepreneur and, I don't know, a regular person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I've mentioned it before, even on this podcast, that Jennifer used to refer to entrepreneurs as having an entrepreneurial brain. And it's true because they, they see something like a need or a want, or <clears throat> they have a question about something and they're like, I'm going to get the answers to this, but I'm going to make it public knowledge or I'm going to turn it into a business. Yeah. They have to, it's like yeah, a drive. It's like they have to. And I feel like with your three podcast, video podcasts, whatever you want to call them, 
you guys are doing that, like B3. And then um, I want to talk about your next one, your real estate, your way podcast, which is a really, I love that it's one, such a cool niche idea. And we love talking about niche. Yeah. So let's talk about real estate your way. Yeah. I like to find those niches too. It's just um, getting myself to stay in them, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, because also a, a, a product of the entrepreneurial. Yeah. The entrepreneurial right? side of it. It's always, there's opportunity everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you see an opportunity like um, on the B3 side to, to bring people together, for example, and it's, you hear some feedback and as great as every environment is to build your business and meet new people, um, you know, that doesn't always, it resonates mm-hmm. with some more than others. So if you've got an opportunity to just be yourself and come, I mean, you can wear flip-flops at our event, right? There's no <laughs> 60 second commercial that you have to prepare um, or sales pitch. And those things have their places and, and those things work great for people. Um, but we thought there was an opportunity to serve people in a different way and have them come out in a little bit more relaxed environment. So, um, but yeah, I'm sorry. You asked me about the real estate your way <laughs> podcast. I just have one more thought there. I wanted to get out, I guess. So that is, that was born out of an opportunity that I have with EXP to help. I can build my business. Um, in addition to my regular real estate transactions, helping people buy and sell, I can help grow my business by helping other realtors succeed by helping them build their business. So by definition, it is multi-level marketing. It is not pyramid scheme. That's uh, commonly misperceived, right? But <laughs> yeah, insert dramatic music here. Um, but it's a, it, it's an environment of, you hear collaboration over competition a lot in our world with the XP and we all, our businesses all thrive based on helping people that we bring into the company thrive as well. So real estate, your way was just kind of born out of that, um, mindset because it did help me see our industry different and real estate, your way is an opportunity just to kind of, for me to sit down with other real estate agents who are, um, even more successful than myself that I admire and bring that again, bring that conversation, bring that value to other realtors or investors or developers or whoever just has an interest in the real estate industry because it's so vast. I want to bring those conversations to people in hopes that they can gain some insight, some value, um, some inspiration, frankly, that will help them help encourage them to kind of chase their dream, build their business. Yeah. So, so Eric's cool because he's making it sound like it was all very just kind of happen. He's having these conversations with people, <laughs> but there's a whole lot of intention in what he's saying. He's talking to other agents that he is bringing into the business that he's not selling them on any kind of no properties or join my team. Yeah, he's not, he's not selling them on anything. What he's doing is sharing the knowledge he has and sharing his story and people are connecting with it in a way that's very cool. Yeah. And then you're letting them have a platform to share their story, which is cool. So what is real estate your way? What does that mean? Like why, why the name? Yeah. I appreciate you asking that question. And it, um, it is something that uh, I put a lot of thought into. It was deliberate. Yes, Jen, um, to, to try to figure that out. But I started looking at what I really enjoy about real estate and why I wanted to get into it aside from the entrepreneurial side. And when I look at real estate, it's so vast, right? If, if us three were all in the real estate world, you know, you could be an agent, Jen, Alyssa, you could be uh, a developer. I could just I'm really be glad in you marketing. Didn't say I could like lender, broker. <laughs> Math hey, is not my yeah, thing. Yeah, they have their place too, you, right? I would be fired in a heartbeat. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's so much opportunity. And that's part of the challenge, I think, whenever you get into real estate, especially if you do have, if you're someone who has multiple interests and want to pursue different things there's a lot of different lanes that you can go down. There's a lot of different niches within real estate. 
So that's the, that's the opportunity. And it's also the challenge. So how can I have conversations with these different people and sit down and say, Jen, I'm excited to talk about real estate your way. I've got real estate my way. Alyssa has real estate her way, but I want to talk to Jen about real estate your way. Tell us how you built your business. Tell us what your dreams are. Tell us where you see the industry going, where you're taking your business. And ultimately that's, that's pulling value out of Jen and I'm just middleman. I can go share it with my audience in hopes that they can build real estate their way. Yeah. If that makes sense. So basically what you're saying is you're a community marketing genius um, <laughs> because you've seen uh, just your personality has made you good at being in a community of people, but then now you're taking it and turning it into a way to share that with others. Um, pulling value. Yeah. Out of and, and yeah, pulling value out of others and then sharing it with other people because like, I can't tell you how many times people would learn like, I, I was a realtor for a couple of years and they're like, oh yeah, realtor. I think I'll just sell my house by myself because realtors are so like smarmy and blah, blah, blah. I car salesy. Um, sorry to any car salesmen who are listening. Um, but you know, it's just, I'm glad that you're getting those people, all the realtors to talk about it because not all realtors are cre- created equal. Like, like my way of doing real estate was completely different than like the person who mentored me or any of that. And I just, you know, it's important to listen to somebody talk about how they do their business. And maybe that is the connection you build because, you know, you're not going to go with the sign on the billboard necessarily, unless you just want to. Let me ask you realtors and past realtor a question. Are all realtors extroverts? Do they, are they they talkers? What's the advice that you would give somebody who hears us talking about conversations and connection and relationships and all these things. And they're like, no, (laughs) not for me. Not for me. Yeah. Yeah, But I mean, you see successful introverted people that, you know, it doesn't come naturally. I mean, even, even me, I I met Alyssa and she's the one that pushed me to all the events and talking to people. Alyssa's the talker, like, and it's been hugely beneficial, but so in speaking with people and pulling out their advice on building their business, do you have any lessons learned or any kind of go-to advice? Yeah, I, I think you're onto something there. And um, I, I think, while I appreciate the compliment, I think calling me a market, marketing genius is a little, uh, is a little aggressive. It. You don't know it. Like your irons in the fire are all marketing related and they're all really good. Well, I, I appreciate the you feedback. You just need to fine tooth comb. Exactly. Well, yeah, I, I definitely do. But I, I appreciate the feedback nonetheless. But all that to say, I think if there's any genius in it, it starts to get it kind of what you're tapping into because even if you narrow down the vast real estate industry and just say, okay, let's look at realtors. There's still a lot of different lanes um, and niches. And now I've said niche and niche. I, I didn't want to do that. I, know, I never I know which I, word I to say. I can't pick which way I want to say it. So half the time I say one, half the time I say the other. <laughs> well, now, now I've, uh, I've opened up both doors there. Yeah. So I can go either way now from this point. But to your point, there are multiple ways for just a, a traditional realtor to build their business. Some some are going to look at cold calling. Some are going to look at door knocking, the more traditional routes. Um, I looked at, hey, I'm going to be a professional friends maker for the first year that I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I just did that to set expectations for myself because we all know whenever you're starting any sort of business, results don't just come overnight. So no, that's the don't. path that I chose. And that's why we're sitting here now. But I think that's the value in a conversation. And if there's any, if there's any genius in it, it's helping people find the lane that clicks with them. Why would you want to get into business, get out of bed every day, 
the, the deck's already stacked against you. I mean, starting any business. So why would you align yourself with a strategy that say cold calling and you hate talking on the phone, let alone to strangers getting hung up on cussed out, whatever else, why would you build your business on that strategy? If it doesn't, if it doesn't make you want to get out of bed in the morning. So find the lane that does find the strategy that does. So real estate, your way can hopefully bring people different ideas and validation to, Hey, you can build a business in a way that motivates you to get up every day and do it. Does yeah. that make sense? To, the, to that point, you you triggered a quote in my head from somebody famous. I don't know who, somebody smart. Sorry about you, whoever you are. Yeah. So, but it's essentially find the one thing that you're good at and then do it over and over and over again yeah. for the long term. Um, and I, I think that's kind of what you're saying is stay in your lane, but find what you're good at and what has success for you and then do it consistently and for a while and build a strategy around that as something that comes naturally to you. Yeah. 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 Cause like, like the thought of door knocking used to give me like stress hives. Like, <laughs> like number one, I'm a female realtor. So I'm like alone in a neighborhood walking door to door to people who knows I'm going to come across. I think I door knocked once and I was with a friend, but it was like, I'm never doing this again. Um, but then like, that's, I mean, people don't even answer the door because nobody yeah. goes door knocking in our country. Um, but then we were talking to our agent friends in um, the UK and that is like such a powerful strategy for them. Like, is because, that right? Because they're, they're, their marketing for real estate is very new. Um, and so they're starting with like the basics of where we started and yeah, like their door knocking is a lot more successful, but like, oh, it just gives me the chills thinking about because it it's so uncomfortable but like I was way better at just talking to somebody and like listening to what their needs were and then like listen you know just helping them match up with whatever property they wanted to look at I mean I I was not a great realtor <laughs> but so it's good to make an impression and you know show up but another part of our conversation that we had at happy hour was leading reminders for people so we kind of talked about you know the magnets on the fridge and um things like that. Do you have anything that works for you that people would kind of be reminded well, yeah, besides of you? your, besides your like face-to-face -face marketing? Like, so what am I doing outside of face-to-face? -face? Mm -hmm. Um, I am not doing refrigerator magnets or calendars. I think those things definitely work, but mm -hmm. if there's, uh, if there's one place that I struggle and could use some help, it's, it's things <laughs> like that. Right. Yeah. So I, um, I, I haven't, I'm just now starting to get into more digital world. Right. So IE the podcasts that were, that we were just talking about. Um, for me, it's just been consistently showing up in the community. You know, I, I think there's a lot of power in being around, you know, your tribe, your group, your whatever you want to call it. I think there's a, um, a multiplier effect whenever you can do that and you start to create some some ambassadors, some some fans, some raving fans, however you want to put that. <laughs> some groupies. Um, I, I hope I have at least one out there. Hi, Whitney, my wife. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I think for me, that's what it's been. And I am trying to turn a corner to say, hey, well, that's what I really enjoy doing. And it's been successful to me, for me to this point. What do I have to sp start to sprinkle in there? And we all know that the digital world, the podcast world, the video world, I mean, that's, it's not just, It's it's been here for a long time. So I'm a these aren't original thoughts or I didn't just come up with this myself. I've been trying to push myself into this, but I'm, I'm really, really excited to turn the corner and, and not replace what I've been doing in the community, but have it supplement what I've been doing in the community 
i.e. the living in Gallatin stuff that I'm trying to do, yeah. right? So I'm really just getting that off the ground, but the whole focus there is to bring value to the community of Gallatin, whether it's people that have lived here their entire life. And I think you, they're fortunate, if, in my opinion, if they've lived here their entire life. I didn't find it until later, but um, I do think it's it's a great area. Um, or people looking to move here, people that have just moved here and trying to establish more business relationships, personal relationships, whatever that looks like. If I can focus on doing that, I'm going to have a lot of fun and might have a little success spreading the word as Eric Thornton, the realtor. Yeah. I, oh, you can go. You go. You got it. <laughs> I just wanted to repeat that one more time. The focus is on bringing value. That is the whole driving part behind community marketing, bringing value. Everything else falls in line behind that. If you're bringing value, if you're setting yourself up as the industry expert, people will want to work with you. They will come to you. You don't have to go to them. They'll come to you. And that is an ideal situation to be in. So we talked about your business professionals. We've talked about real estate. Now we're getting into the Gallatin community. Tell us about it. Oh, man. That just started though, right? What's that? But your your video podcast that just started. Yeah, it did. So I mean that's that's really something that's going to live on my, you know, I think my Facebook business page and YouTube. And YouTube. Yeah. So YouTube. I'm going to throw it out there on my Living in Gallatin um, YouTube channel so be able to find it there. But really I, I think that I I've, I've long tried to find a use for this whole Facebook world. You know, it's, it's not something that <laughs> Aren't we all? I mean, I think it has a lot of uses. I think it has a lot of you know, we don't need to get too far into that, but it's it's not all rainbows and unicorns in the Facebook or online digital world, right? Social media. But I, I think that's a way for me to kind of, I think when you're focused on value, Jen, like you said, it just, it answers a lot of questions. You know, you, you don't, if you're just trying to bring people value, you don't have to be all original and come up with some brand new earth shattering type of idea that nobody's ever heard of. Just think, what can I do? Who can I bring on? Who can I pull in? Who can I partner with? That people will want to hear from and will will um, benefit from hearing from. So, I am just I I've published one episode on my Facebook page, but There's it was a really good episode one out there with, with Kim Baker, who is the Gallatin Chamber of Commerce CEO, yes, and a good friend. And uh, I appreciate Kim's partnership and um, something to look out for. I'm also doing some regular interviews with Nicole Bell from Gallatin Lifestyle. Awesome. We just yeah. met her yeah. at the she, coffee. Her and Scott are fantastic. They got a great thing going over there with Gallatin Lifestyle and, and they're serving the community. I mean, it's it's a recurring theme here. The people that are it's, standing it's out a beautiful night. in the community are, are just really focused on Gallatin and there's a ton of people here and there's a ton of people in the surrounding communities. It's not just a Gallatin thing, but um, you know, I, I got a lot of respect for the people that are that are doing that. So hopefully more episodes to come. Watch out for them on from my Facebook business page. And and yes, the Living in Gallatin YouTube channel. Hope to get them out there. But again, back to consistency, right? I've recorded a few episodes. Yeah. I got to get them published and out there. Yeah, it is hard. I mean, like we've learned even just from doing the podcast, like you have to commit time to sit and edit because yeah. um, like our last podcast we did or not our last one, one of the ones we did, like whoever we were talking to, their computer just kept glitching. And so they'd start a sentence and then it would like glitch and then they it would literally pick right back up. So it was great. I didn't have to like sort of mesh those together, but I had to sit and listen and like close these little gaps every, I don't know, 20 seconds that she was talking and it was, it was fine, but it's like, oh, this is so time consuming. I don't want to do it. It's not the fun part. Don't no. you just wish you could snap your fingers and like yeah. be at the point in business where, okay, I've got a whole staff 
whole production staff of yeah. VAs or whomever that's knocking this stuff episode out for recorded. Us. You do your magic. We just team. get through the fun part and sit yeah. down and have face to face conversations. Yeah. And- yeah, it is. I mean, but that's the thing. Like when you pair the community marketing with your efforts with digital marketing and then even your efforts with print marketing, like not that you have to do print marketing, it it will, it, it adds up, but it's what you said earlier. It's like a slow trickle. Um, and I think you hit the nail on the head with like my whole first year was just making friends in the community because, you know, realtors need to be known, liked and trusted. Yeah. And you know, if you see a face on a billboard, you, you don't know anything about them, but if you meet them at Gallatin chamber, young professionals, happy hour, you might like them. They might jive with you. They might become your business bestie. (laughs) (laughs) They might be in your living room recording the podcast. Yeah. And I I think there's, I think you're right, Alyssa, the, the guards down a little bit in those environments. Right. And, and you can quickly put the guard back up. If you go in strong and just throw in business cards and sales pitches at people, um, just getting in the right environment doesn't necessarily do it. It's actually having a real conversation and trying to just find ways to help that person any way you can, even if it's not real estate focused. I mean, what, who are you trying to meet? How are you trying to build your business? How can I help you win? Yeah. I think there's a lot of merit in that approach too. And I think people, especially post pandemic have become a lot more, uh, transparent with each other. You, it's, okay to now say that you have a problem in your business or a gap that you need to fill and then discuss solutions. Whereas previously you would have held on to that because competition was, was tight because you didn't want anybody to know that there might be an issue. Um, you had to appear more successful than you were. And now we're kind of all in a place where it's, it's more okay to talk about. Yeah. And I think also the pandemic, I mean, we know that the pandemic drove so many people home and maybe some of them, a lot of them out of their jobs. So they were looking for alternate sources of income and maybe started their own business. But like, you can't just start a business with snapping your fingers. Like you need those connections, like a lawyer and you need um, a realtor if you're going to buy a space and you need, you know, marketing people if you, if that's not your strong suit. So I think the community marketing is so so vital to like success in your business. So, but that being said, because everybody is on a more even playing field, I'm going to say it, you do need to have a personal brand and you do need to concentrate on yourself and what sets you apart and really um, drive that home. So Eric, I think has done a wonderful job as the property expert, the community expert uh, in, in doing that. Appreciate the feedback. I don't. I don't know how I got to this point where you're saying that, but um, but I will take it because it's. I think brand is so ambiguous and just if you started to back to snapping your fingers and said, "I just want a brand," there's so much more thought that has to go into that. And it's. I think it's better whenever you just look at, "Hey, how do I want to spend my time? Who do I want to help?" Um, those things can start to answer a lot of questions about what you should well, try to be like known as. Playing into your strengths, like like Jennifer was asking, I think. Uh, maybe even when we were recording, it might've been prior to recording, like, are you an extrovert? Or all, yeah. All, are all realtors extroverts? And it's like, yeah, maybe, but if you're not an extrovert by, by nature, real estate doesn't necessarily mean it's not for you, but it right. just means that you need to play into your strengths. Yes. Like, like, I, okay, I'm an introvert, but I love to read. I'm going to start using reading as my way to connect with people and talking about the books that I'm reading and what value I'm finding in these books mm-hmm. or like, you know, something like that. So it's, I think you've done a really good job because you're playing into your strengths. 
which are, which, I mean, obviously, you know, maybe you didn't know, but, you know, humble brag on that. Um, You've done a good job because your brand is Eric Thornton. And then you kind of have these little branches from there, which not a lot of people would do. They'd try to hide behind their company name and then like offshoot from there. But, you know, you still are a person and you still are your personal brand. So shameless plug. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. outside of um it's of interest yeah well what if the podcasts the b3 what what do you do outside of all that what do i do outside of all that um well so that work-life balance yeah i mean it's <laughs> this might even sound cliche work-life but balance is like work is your life you're done <laughs> yeah well hey that's, i've never heard it put that way you're but done. that's that's a lot um that was like a really cheesy motivational poster <laughs> <laughs> and look at her sitting back she's so proud of herself too <laughs> We need, we need to write that one down so we don't forget it. Strike while the iron's let's hot there. Just, let's get her picture while she's dying <laughs> laughing. No, you Mid-podcast not. selfie there. <laughs> I forgot what we were even talking about. Uh, your extracurriculars. Um, yeah, okay. So so outside of outside of work. And I, I think that, um, again, this is going to sound so cliche. I, yes, I have interests. But what I really have an interest in is building kind of the life that works for me and works for my wife. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm disingenuous if, if I don't say, yeah, I mean, we're all, we're all showing up here every day to work and build a business for hopefully a bigger a means to a bigger end. And for me, that's pursuing some level of freedom so that I can do those things that I want. And those to answer your questions, Alyssa would probably be a lot of travel, a lot of even, um, taking my family with me on trips. I mean, it's that to me is a, is a big dream, like not living close to my parents anymore. Well, just a few hours away, but I would love the opportunity to rent a cabin, you know, for a week and bring everybody together for the holidays and, and things like that. Because, you know, family gives so much to all of us. To me, those are the things that mean something to have a goal to start to not just give back in a gesture, but something that results in that quality time together. So I enjoy traveling back to see them. I love Notre Dame football. I love St. Louis Blues hockey. Uh, there's a, So you'd probably find me at a sporting event if I can be there or watching sports or talking sports. Love those sorts of things. Um, I love to read, mostly business books. My wife tried to get me to read fiction, but I like um, the self-improvement lane and, yeah. and doing those things. <clears throat> makes me feel like I'm getting somewhere and it relaxes me at the same time. So That's Jennifer's lane. She keeps trying to get me to read some of them and I'm like, you got it. You just you summarize it. <laughs> just fill me in. You're, me. you're my cliff note. I'll take the cliff notes. Yeah. 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 But I, I think that's um, that, that's really where I'm trying to go. And I felt like I was in the right lane. Uh, again, back to that when I quit counting down the days to retirement, right? Like yeah. I, I'm, oh. I'm, uh, I, I started this business through my 30s and whatnot. So that sounds like, hey, retirement's a way off. But it's really just another way of saying, get up every day and enjoy what you're doing. And when you're done, watching the clock until you can go home for that day or quit permanently. When those days are behind, you you know, you're in the right spot and you know, you're building something that you don't really want to take a vacation from, or you don't want to retire from. So I don't, I just don't have that free time, business time. It kind of all runs together. You're not watching the clock. Yeah. I enjoy sitting here with you ladies right now. And I guess you could probably call this work. I mean, we're talking shop a little bit and talking marketing. So to me, that's a pretty cool way to, to spend life. Um, so what did you do before you got here for, I guess, cause you moved here and then jumped into real estate. So yeah. In Illinois. Yeah. In Illinois. Yeah. I, um, well, after I graduated college marketing and finance major, I started looking for things that that applied to, I guess marketing seemed kind of 
useless after 2006 graduation, everything just <laughs> was probably in the process of changing, but the marketing that I learned doesn't exist anymore. They never told us to do this, what we're doing right now. But I knew that I wanted to be, I had that entrepreneurial bug. So I started in, I wanted to be a financial planner. So I wanted to build a business like that and help people. Um, that sounded pretty good to me. And I failed miserably. I've got no problem <laughs> saying that now. I, like, I would have too. <laughs> I like to think if um, if I knew some things that I've learned now, that I probably would have had a better shot at it. But I was I was chasing paychecks because it was straight commission and I had to pay rent. And, you know, I was out of mom and dad's roof and then out from under mom and dad's roof. And then shortly after I was back under mom and dad's yeah. roof because I was chasing paychecks and not really building relationships or, you know, bringing people that value. So that from there, that launched a career into companies like AIG and Prudential, where I did some compliance and a lot of managing and building teams. Um, so yeah, I spent management career with them for five, six years combined. And then I jumped over to a software company again, leading teams. And, um, and then shortly thereafter account management, that opened up a window of possibility for me to work remote. The company was based out of St. Louis. And so um, it was a, it's a great job and I could see it lasting a long time. I had some great friends there, but then when I moved here and got into real estate and I was transparent that, Hey, I'm going to try this real estate thing. Nashville's a hot market. That was no secret, you know, over the last several years. It still is. So I was transparent with, with my boss bosses at the time and said, Hey, I want to get my license part-time. I just have an interest in this. But then it became pretty evident to me pretty quick that I was in a great spot to try to chase that. And one that I don't know, I don't know that I would have given myself permission to drop a great career and, you know, go reset at zero dollars uh, income in a straight commission <laughs> job, starting a business and all those sorts of things. But the opportunity, the stars just aligned. And uh, I'll thank my in-laws again for them putting a roof over my head <laughs> that time when we moved down here and, and COVID extended that a little bit, but it, it did. It gave me a runway to do what I really wanted to do. And I gave myself the green light to pursue something that I, I think I had pushed off out of fear for a long time. So it felt good to, to finally make that jump and do what I really wanted to do. Yeah, sure. I, I think um, Jennifer and I both can attest to when we both were in corporate America for, I don't, you were in there a lot longer than I was. I was just, I was a new, yeah, I was a baby. I was like three years. You were like at least five. Um, <laughs> and it, I mean, it was awful. Like I just, I didn't have a good job. I had a job, um, that paid the bills and you know, it, it was evident in my attitude at work and stuff like that. So I think what you're saying is true. I mean, there's so much to be said for like realizing, okay, this is just a job. I need to find what makes me happier. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, and then I went into real estate and that was fun, but I still liked all the marketing aspects of real estate. I didn't love the like stressful late night negotiation calls and like dealing with stressed clients because I couldn't get this situated. And then I met Jennifer and the rest is history. Well, you two found your calling as individuals, but I mean, you, you all work pretty well together. I mean, I've been yeah. impressed, uh, you know, just kudos to you guys for what you ladies, what you're Thanks. building. Yeah, together and you're very spent, cohesive with it and we spent all of last year kind of kind of redoing that like figuring out our business and and getting to the point we are now and now we're having the the best time like getting to meet people in the community like you and um whoever else we've met it um oh my gosh young professionals GYP. Even, yeah gyp yeah. and then um 
B3 coming up so soon. Yeah. And I, let me give you guys, you know, just one more acknowledgement that, you know, we, we all have a lot of conversations with, um, with people about business and maybe it's someone trying to earn business. Maybe it's just a friend, maybe it's a, you know, whatever, but what stood out to me about you two, whenever you kind of summarized everything back to me, you didn't like, you were spot on with what I was trying to accomplish. You understood my brand. Uh, you took time to understand my brand, first of all, and then you regurgitated that back to me. So, you know, to me that, that really stood out. And I think that's unique in any industry that we can show up and have a conversation and, you know, that can, that can go places, but you two are very genuine about understanding what I'm really trying to accomplish. So I just, I think your audience deserves to, to hear that, that if, you know, if you're looking for somebody that will take the time to, to kind of dig in and understand you and what makes you tick and where you're trying to go, um, you know, you two ladies are great people to talk to. Thanks. Uh, Jennifer (laughs) just texted me yesterday about, um, this like idea that we have for another marketing thing where she talks like the tech side of it. And then I'm like the translator into human interaction side. Like, yeah. like, let me just summarize what she said. So you understand it. Cause I remember at our lunch, she was like talking about try triad something. Is that what it was called? Were you like the trifecta, the triangle the, the or something? And I was sitting there just like, let me, let me hone this in. Let me just <laughs> rein, rein you in. <laughs> yeah. Y'all do a good job with that. Um, yeah. So, okay. Well, thanks so much for being on our podcast. We've had a really good time. Thank you for um, having me. Enjoy the opportunity. Yeah. So hopefully we'll talk to you again. Maybe we'll talk to you on one of your podcasts. This time. Hey, that'd be awesome. Um, sure, so we'll we are going to link all of Eric's stuff in the bottom. If you guys are relocating to Gallatin, he's a great person to get to know um, whether you're going to move here or not. Um, he has ins and outs all over town and connections. Um, and But be sure to check out, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get all these right. All right. The B3 podcast. You're the one. This is the test. Yeah. Okay. B3 podcast, uh, Gallatin, you're not Gallatin, your way, Gallatin living real estate, your way, real estate, your way, Gallatin living in Gallatin, right? Close. So the, let me just, yes, it is. You can no longer get the Instagram handle, the regurgitators. (laughs) The B3 or the uh, podcast is powered by B3. So it's what you're sipping on. Oh yeah. What you're sipping on. Oh, So remember you, you dug our intro where we're just basically sitting there like asking our guests, why, what's your favorite drink? What are we sipping on here? Okay. What do you say? What's your, what is, what do you, what's your go-to drink? Oh, probably. Do you change it up for the podcast? Uh, well, we, we drink the guest's favorite drink. So it's kind oh, of our, yeah, that's so awesome. it's our icebreaker. So, you know, when you ladies come on, it's like, well, we want to, we want to find out a, a little bit about you. We want to kind of ease into things a little bit, but our audience gets to learn just, you know, something personal, why you like that drink. And there's a lot yeah. of different, that can be college days. That can be, it's a family thing. It can be my grandpa used to make them, you know, whatever your reason is, we find out something about you and that's break the ice so a little cool. bit. See, look at, there you go. Marketing genius. There you go. You, you three don't even know it. Community marketing, community marketing. <laughs> that's all, folks. Okay. That's all we wrote. So we're going to end it before we just keep babbling about nothing, but thank you again, Eric, and be sure to check out all of Eric's stuff. We're going to link below and we will talk to you guys later. Thanks for tuning into the Mom Empire podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, or if you didn't, we still hope you like, share, subscribe, or check us out at themomempire.com. If you're interested in being a guest on our podcast, visit our website for more information. See you next time.